Do you actually have to be on cocaine to be on this podcast? What's up, everybody? You're listening to yet another edition of Cocaine Willie. I am your commissioner, Bob Trollsby, and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, the good chef, Andre Napier, and Fireball Matt Marchesini. Tonight, we're going to go through Fireball Matt's Burn It Down moment from week four. We've got our locks standing so far and locks for week five. And since we're in a bye week, chef is not giving us his recipe for success because we're saving that for next week. But we do have a new segment called No Dumb Questions that we definitely stole from the New Heights podcast with Jason and Travis Kelsey. And we're going to answer some listener questions in that No Dumb section or No Dumb Questions segment. But Fireball Matt, I mean, this this matchup against UCF, we haven't had a chance to talk about the game together. I mean, let's hear I want to hear a burn it down moment, but I want to hear a positive from you as well. Wow, that's actually not on brand. I need it's to go positive. Wow. Uh, all right. Big positive. Um, Will Howard threw another 250-yard game this season. He's the first K-State quarterback to have 250 yards in his first four games of the season. That's a positive for all of the shit some people might be giving Will Howard. He had, I think, a very good game. Now, DJ Giddens had a better game. But that's the end of the pessimistic, you know, you got to be. My um, burn it down moment of the week. Uh, there are a few burn it down moments, but they all have the same theme. Why are we giving up first downs and touchdowns when it's third and 19, third and 21? What are we doing here? What are we doing? Look like shit. Like a screen pass. Like, what is this? Pop, Pop Warner football? I mean, come on. Can't do it. Um, I was definitely pulling out my hair. During those moments of the week, what's, Ball what's, Ball what was the, night. You're banned. Oh. You're banned from the show. You can't do that. That was a terrible dad joke. But what was the? I want to hear like the what was the collective groan on that third and twenty one when they they run a simple draw and they pick it up. I mean, the game was like tied, wasn't it? I don't know I if can, I groaned, but I did this. <laughs> what are we doing? This isn't what's his fuck the defensive coordinator. What was his name before Hazleton? Hazleton. We always hated him because he did twelve yard before yeah. Hazleton. Yeah, who's uh, Bill's last defensive coordinator? Nobody remembers. Oh my god, I don't remember. Twelve yard cushions for days. He was obviously a very memorable individual. Um, oh my god, we're gonna be like Brian Norwood. No, he was not the defensive uh, coordinator. He was the safeties coach. He was co-defensive coordinator with Blake Seiler. Ah, Blake. We had co-defensive coordinators and co-offensive coordinators that year with Andre Coleman and Colin Klein. That's crazy. In in name only, really. It was Blake Seiler and and Andre Coleman, but yeah. Blake Seiler. And everybody wanted him to be the defensive coordinator at one point. And then he went to Old Dominion. No, he went to West Virginia first. West Virginia first. Pretty good. Then Old Dominion. 
Yes. They upset Virginia Tech and he went, Virginia, right? He went from defensive coordinator at K-State to be a linebackers coach at West Virginia. I mean, you know, maybe His things just weren't. Family there. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, it. that's true. That's, that, was that's, the, that was the line. Country that, roads take me home. The one, you know what, we are, I like Joe Klanderman a lot compared mm-hmm. to, like, what we've dealt with in the past. I think he's a really great defensive coordinator. Um, but, man, this was a game, that first quarter or first half, I was just like, we're going to get – this is going to not be fun. They're just they – they're, we knew that they had athletes, and we knew that they came in – I mean, they're not Alabama star-studded, but they're, they had stars and transfers from Alabama and – they had talent on the outside and at running back and skill positions. They were just so fast. Like, it was insane. And they ran the wonkiest plays. And I'm sure we'll get to, you know, trick plays and shit like that. But, God damn, man, they, they threw everything out at, out at us. And they really – I mean, I don't think we're going to – other than KU, I don't think we're going to see any other team test what the coaches say, test the eyes – of these DBs and linebackers more than anybody, more than UFC, UCF and KU probably. You think you think UCF and KU more so than Texas? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I think Texas is is a modern day like pro style offense where they're like in a shotgun. They're it's just it's more drop back out of the shotgun, throw a post, throw a hitch get it to the playmakers like that. These, I mean, KU and UCF, they're running veers. They're running, they're running all kinds of weird shit. I, I just, I don't think we're going to see anybody like that until we get to the KU game. Interesting. I So, so for those of you who are listening, we did just record an episode with Ari Temkin that, that published earlier this week, but uh, I'm curious, the two of you, what are your thoughts so far on, on the state of the big 12? Just, just looking at it holistically who surprised you? Who do you think sucks? I just kind of want to have a quick conversation about that too. Oklahoma I, State sucks. Sucks. Baylor sucks. sucks. I, Baylor. Baylor. Sucks. The, I mean, it's all about the. Really, is is it about the injuries? Like, who's dealing with their injuries the best? Because UCF seems solid, and they're dealing with a backup quarterback. I mean, Oklahoma State never really had a quarterback, so I guess. They're 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 not excused from this, but and Baylor, Blake Shafin's coming back this week, which I mean is kind of a big deal for Baylor. But is he really even that good though? No, but it, it's better than you know, whatever they got behind him. I think, but he's like proven he's proven in games. Yes. That he has the talent. Like sure. Sure. And, but, so I think he's a big I think he's a big return. But yeah. they're just a kind of a shit show everywhere else. Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say, I don't think him re- rejoining the team post-injury is going to be the difference maker that, that makes I think the he'll rise to the I top. Think he'll make, I think he's a two-game difference. Sure. I mean, many, in, a, in a nine-game conference schedule. How many <laughs> games do you think the difference would be if Spencer Sanders stayed at Oklahoma State? Ooh, that's a very good fucking question. Because that's a great question. I think it's pretty evident that he is a big loss. 
And he's yeah. not even starting for Ole Miss. And he's right not now. even starting for Ole Miss right now. He's like, barely on, third string. On both sides, like for Spencer Sanders, that's kind of idiotic what you did. But if you're Oklahoma State, if you have the ability to trade for a quarterback right now, if this is the NFL, you're trading a seventh round pick for Spencer Sanders and starting him in this next week. Like, so we're trading KT Lev for a kicker, right? Oh my God. I that trade would have went down no. as one of the worst no, no, no. ever. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, we're not that's a throwback to last season, baby. That was crazy. That was a crazy segment. But the teams that overperformed, West Virginia shocking the hell out of me. They are shocking the hell out of me. Which in some ways, yeah, it's a surprise, but at the same time, they have some of the same strengths that K-State has coming into this season where you've got probably the most mature, most game-started offensive line, maybe an FBS between K-State and West Virginia. Like Those are two incredibly good offensive lines. Granted, the K-State beef have had some issues through a couple games, but they they cleaned a lot of that stuff up last game, it seemed like. Well, West Virginia has surprised me a lot. Yeah, I'll say this about them because their quarterback went down and so we'll see what what they how they respond to the the quarterback injury. I mean, it seems like half the teams in the Big Twelve have lost their starting quarterback for at least a game in the in this season. So that's a good but, point. But BYU about where I thought they would be. Cincinnati what? about where I thought they would be. West UCF Virginia. about where, UCF about where I thought they'd be. I mean, KU overperforming. I would say so because I, I thought BYU would play a lot better against KU. I thought Illinois was going to be better this into this season than what they were. But I don't, they still uh, hammer. I never them. trust oh, Brett Bielema. Oh, I, no. I just can't do it. Speaking of Brett Bielema, though, BYU went in and beat Arkansas. Arkansas then only lost to LSU by three points. What is Arkansas? Like, I don't know. You can do the fuzzy math and, and think in your head, okay, BYU played – and beat BYU, or BYU played and beat Arkansas. Arkansas and KU played last year. It was a three-point game. Like, I don't know. The, there's some interesting measuring sticks that you can do and, and look at that stuff. But I don't know, man. West Virginia, their final eight games, they play Houston, Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they play TCU this weekend in Fort Worth. Then they're at Houston, Oklahoma State at home, UCF on the road, BYU at home. Oklahoma at in Norman, Cincinnati and Baylor. Western, I mean, but that that what you just said is basically what the question Bob just asked. The Big Twelve is kind of shit, dude. Like, if you pick like four teams and just read their schedule off, you're like, shit. They could probably win like ninety percent of them. Because I think past, past it, the four teams, it's pretty bad. It's probably safe to say this season that it is a very top-heavy conference. Um, yeah, the top is it not, and the top's not that heavy. I, but <laughs> I, I think we forget that as much as we don't want to think about Texas, they have the best win. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, could it would it be said right now that Texas has the best non-conference win? Yep. Yeah. Clearly, indisputably, and and do they have that? They will play Oklahoma, they'll play K-State, they play KU. But this does re this the carpet is rolled out for Texas to kind of like run through this thing. I think it's rolled out for OU. 
but it, it might be, but I also I know though. I, I, read, I look at what you just you. did for West Virginia. Read All it right. for Oklahoma. I'll bring up and Oklahoma you're gonna be like, everybody. what the fuck is this? Yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma has a soft and soft, horrible schedule, but at the same time, they went into that game in Cincinnati and they mucked around and played with their food basically the whole game. Cincinnati had more than ample they opportunity down. to, they to go down into their play that game. I don't know if they played down to their competition. That game, if Scott Satterfield's play calling isn't dog shit, they win that game. I don't know if they played down to their competition because I mean they dropped like a seventy burger like they're the Miami Dolphins on Arkansas State. Well, no, I'm saying like uh, the Cincinnati game. I think they played down to their competition. Okay, and like I, a part of me thinks that you're going to see a lot of those games in Big Twelve play with them this year because, quite frankly. Texas is obviously the best team they have left on their schedule. And the only other ranked team they have on their schedule is Kansas. I would agree that the big 12 is kind of like not great right now. And it's going to get even worse. Unfortunately, it's not great. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I I look at Iowa state, UCF, KU, the last bedlam ever. West Virginia, maybe potentially West Virginia might be okay. They might, when did they get handled? Was that in order though? I think it's was that in order that you just read them? Uh, yeah, it's well, it's it's Iowa State, Texas, UCF, KU, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, BYU, and then they rounded out with TCU. I need to know what what the quarterback situation is in West Virginia, and if they're if they got Garrett Green back, I would agree that that's probably their second toughest game in Morgantown. What, where I'm trying to go with this is I think Cincinnati showed that this team could be beaten if you have a proficient fucking play caller <laughs> calling Oklahoma, plays for you. Oklahoma's going to lose at BYU. Well, I could totally see well, that happen. I could see UCF coming into Norman. Well, put that on fucking Matt's locks for week 13, motherfucker. <laughs> and the alleged John Rice Plumley return will be in Norman. Yes. Yes. I say UCF beats Oklahoma – on October 21st. So you guys turn into. If I'm just looking at the stats, that Timmy McClain dude throws the ball a hell of a lot better than John Rice Plumley. He was pretty good. He was pretty uh, good. He, he was, was dropping. Good, he was a good well I, I feel like he's a good oh well quarterback. Dude, once we start him, you give him a couple years, you may look back on him as being a better quarterback than John Rice. Once you started getting pressure to him, oh my god, it would be like if I was playing quarterback back there and fucking Usa Samalu is running at me at full speed. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I I think he's. I felt he was a serviceable quarterback, yes, mm-hmm. but he I, the John Rice Plumley, like he's a very good player, very good player, and. UCF has the capability, I think, if he returns. I could totally see them running through their final, like, six games and going five and one. Really? I really could. They're talented. They're talented. Their O-line needs a lot of help. Their final five games are West Virginia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Houston. We we didn't bring up Texas Tech at all in that. What what do we think of Texas Tech? Because, I mean, they did – they had a really hard – they had, a, I mean, Wyoming snuck up and got them, right? We can all agree that that was a tight game, and they snuck up and got them. Nobody expected them to beat Oregon. I didn't. And then they get a win, and then they lose to in Morgantown, right? It was in Morgantown, or was it, it was in, in Morgantown? They, they lose in Morgantown with, and they just and Shuck 
I didn't want to say it on the la- the last podcast that's going to be coming out earlier this week. That Shuck is a glass boy. He is. Yeah. A f- no, he I, is, I said that to you guys. I think I know, but I just didn't want to say it on that one. He, he's a he's a glass boy, and he unfortunately he'll never get over that. And so, I, what does Tech do at quarterback? If if it gets worse, they that could be the worst dark horse pick of all time. Because Baron Morton's a quarterback now, right? But that's who Texas yeah. Tech fans have said like they wanted. But he's a turnover. He's a turnover machine. He's, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not sold on him. I, I mean, is Texas Tech the best one in three team in the country? Oh God, don't do that to me. All right, Bruce Weber. Uh... <laughs> let me let me start throwing out bamboo tree analogies. We're gonna grow two feet in <laughs> in a year. After growing two inches in, in five years. Uh, all right. Well, let's get in. I mean, Chef, you're, you're missing a little bit of a tire heading into our week four locks. Want to help out the it. audience here and, and, you know, provide us with your accessory? <sighs> Andre's locks. Andre's locks. <laughs> you're due for a shave, too. Yeah, I, I, it's getting bad. I'm not, re- I'm not receding. No, you're but, not receding. But it's just what a guy would give to. We got a qu- we got a question for that later too. That's oh exciting. God. All right. <laughs> so if you're joining us for the first time, or you've just never listened to this segment or these episodes before, we, each week we share our locks for three Big Twelve matchups, one national game of the week, and one sicko game. We've gotten a lot better at dialing in the national game of the week. I will say that. Yours truly led the way in week four with a three and two record on the week, putting me at second overall in the standings with an 11 and nine record through week four fireball mats in second on the week with a two and three record. That's your first losing record so far. So you're still uh, on top of the standings with a 13, six and one record only to be outdone by Andre's locks, which are once again in last place with a one, three and one record last week and an 8-10-2 record overall. You're no longer winning money, Andre. <laughs> Matt leads the pack, and it's just, you know. Looking like a Cleveland Browns fan. I will get there. Hey, Cleveland's tough this year. Cleveland's so. <laughs> no, I know. Not Deshaun. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland's looking tough this year, boy. Oh, who do you look like? You look like a Denver Broncos fan this week. Yeah, that's better. That's better. But uh, yeah, last week we we could go through each of those game by game, but I would just say listen to it to last week's show if you want to hear what our picks were. Bob's locks for week five. I will kick us off having received the victory from last week. My big 12 games. Number one, I'm going BYU minus three versus Cincinnati. I've got West Virginia plus nine and a half at TCU. I am feeling a lot better about this West Virginia game and this West Virginia team than I think I could have ever possibly felt coming into the season, knowing where things landed last year with Neil Brown and knowing how that track record has gone over the last few years with him there. But I don't think we've really seen a great test for TCU yet with the exception of Colorado. And that came down to the wire. I think West Virginia easily covers this. Um, And then KU plus 18 and a half at Texas. I thought this was the stupidest line and I got it on Sunday when it opened up at 18 and a half on FanDuel and I put real money on this. I would take this to the bank. 
this KU team looks way better than I could have possibly imagined. So uh, I'm, I'm going with KU here. National game of the week. I'm taking Ole Miss plus one and a half versus LSU. LSU played like shit against our, our, what I think is probably a pretty shitty Arkansas team. So I'm taking Ole Miss. I was really bummed that they didn't cover against Alabama, but whatever. Um, or wait, did they? Did they? No, they didn't. Um, that's okay. What was it? 24 to 10. So I guess they pushed. No. It was, four- it was like, I thought it was like nine and a half. So they didn't. Uh-uh. They did not cover. Um, and then Pitt minus four and a half at Virginia Tech. Pitt has been shitty to date, but Virginia Tech has been worse. I just, I, I don't think there's any arguing that. Virginia Tech has been horrible. Shittier. They just lost to Marshall. They lost to Marshall. They lost to Old Dominion, Blake Siler's Old Dominion, bringing that back. And they are one in three, but they're not the best one in three team in the country, like Texas Tech. Supposedly. Red Raiders. Raiders. Those are my picks. Matt, you're next. Yeah, for Matt's locks um, this week, um, I'm going to go BYU minus two and a half against Cincinnati. I think BYU, even though they did lose to Kansas uh, this past weekend, they look serviceable. I think better than Cincinnati, so we're just going to go ahead with that. Uh, I am going minus 11 and a half UCF. Hosting Baylor at home for their first Big 12 game at home. And then I'm taking plus 18 because I can't steal your 18 and a half, but plus 18 would have been at some point, right? That's how it works. Uh, KU at Texas. Um, I do think it'll be a little bit of a shootout. Texas will um, kind of expand on that lead uh, in the fourth quarter and end up with a win. Uh, Pains me to say, but uh, national game of the week. If you would have picked this game as to be a national game of the week in week one prior to this team beating Clemson, you would have probably laughed. But uh, Duke is a five and a half point underdog at home against Notre Dame. Riley Leonard is going to lead the Blue Devils to a victory. I like this pick a lot. Thank you. Didn't see that on Andre's locks. Uh, and then. <laughs> and then the sicko game of the week, I'm going Boston College, three-point favorite over the 0-4 Virginia. Virginia. Cavaliers. 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 Um, yeah. I do I do need to issue a quick correction. Virginia Tech did beat Old Dominion, but they've lost to Rutgers, Purdue, and Marshall. What a trio. Pretty bad. Speaking I'll say this. Bad, you two need to get a freaking room. I mean, first of all, you're complimenting each other's picks before they even happen. And then you guys pick the exact same games. Like, get a freaking room, you two. We had hey. two of the same games out of the five. The majority you, guys are of the games were you guys are conspiring against me. I hope they fail and fall flat on their face and you're wearing this bag next week. You or guys did you the same thing better. last week and you still lost. Remember that. You can better. yell your picks through that paper bag. I'm dying in here. Uh, I can't breathe, and I don't want to keep doing this. Uh, <laughs> These better be good picks then, I guess. Well, I'll tell you this. I picked all road dogs in the Big 12. So <laughs> I don't know how that how well this is going to do for me, but this is, a, this is a home run contest, and I'm swinging for the fences. So let's go Houston plus eight at Tech. Probably the worst team in the Big 12, but 
you know, Tech's trying to get over Tyler Shuck's injury. I could see this one falling flat on their faces. Houston plus eight. Iowa State plus 20 at OU. Joey, you just, I mean, Bob, you just freaking told us that OU was fraudulent and they're giving 20 points to a team that's 1-0 in the Big 12? I didn't pick either of these teams. Well, good thing I did because (laughs) Iowa State plus 20 at OU. Let's go. And then I'm going to give you guys a little, well, look, Matt, a little taste of his own medicine. I'm going the opposite way. Baylor getting, you may, uh, you know, they're getting, what's our boy? We just said his name. I don't even remember his name. It doesn't matter. Blake Timmy McLean or Blake Shapin. Blake Shapin's returning back for Baylor, and he's got to go to the bounce house. That's fine. 11 and a half points. There's no way. UCF doesn't cover that. Baylor plus 11 and a half. My national game, Utah dogs at Oregon State. That's crazy town. I mean, I know they're they're down their quarterback, but they're just winning. That is all they do. I would take this on the money line versus Oregon State. Uh, but they're plus three and a half. So give me those points. Let's go, baby. And then my sicko game, Navy, only minus four points at UC, a USF. Man, fuck those bulls. Or I guess, I guess UCF fans call them cows, which is really funny. Um, but I think Navy just runs them into the dirt. Give me Navy minus the four points. Let's go. The USF team that almost beat Nick Saban's Alabama team without Jalen Milrow, who's objectively the best quarterback. On that. You know, I would take this game. I would if. It, realistically, I would take this game if I'm putting money on it. I would take this game the the under in points because mm-hmm. if you watch that US USF game versus Alabama, all they do is run that quarterback and throw. I mean, they throw go routes and run the quarterback. That's all they do. Going against Navy, that shit. This game might only last an hour and thirty minutes. <laughs> First team to four wins. <laughs> Can and, they even and, they, score and Navy doesn't cover. <laughs> That's a push. It's That's four to push. two or four to three. I will say I, I did not see that line for Utah, Oregon State. That is incredibly intriguing. That's okay. nuts. All for right. me, I mean, it's just it's mm. betting. You, why? Okay. I, okay. I Give actually, us your perspective then. I actually believe. So I think Washington State's for real. I think. They are. Why, yeah. They are. And Oregon State went into the Palouse last week. I mean – I think DJ Uyagalele. 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 Okay, you got it. Yeah, thank God we don't. If he was our quarterback and we had to pronounce that name every week God, on the people show, can't even pronounce Kleiman without adding an extra. Ed. Oh, Kleiman. Uh, I so I think Washington. Or excuse me, I think Oregon State is a team that is extremely well coached, very similar to K State, very very similar, and. I, I I was debating about picking this game and I was actually going to have Oregon State cover the three and a half because if, if Utah does not have Cam Rising in this game, they won't. I think Oregon State's winning this by like 10, 10, 14 points. I really do. I, I just don't see it. I think you if you're going to if your whole reason that you're picking Oregon State is because they're well coached. I, I think you might want to look at what Utah is. Because I'm not saying that Utah's not a well-coached team. Have you heard of a guy named Kyle? I'm not saying Utah's not a well-coached team, but 
Jonathan Smith has proven in these games that he has the capability to outcoach another excellent coach, and it's a game at home. Um, and I think Oregon State is top three team in the Pac-12 by the end of the season. Okay, I was about it to say because be. they're literally zero and one again. <laughs> Thank God we got eight more games to play. I think they're a top three team in the uh, in the Pac-12 by the end of the season. I think it's going to be USC. It's going to be Oregon, and I think it's going to be Oregon State. Wow, there we go. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're they're playing like both of those teams that played this weekend, Washington State and Oregon State. They're playing with that same fire that. I think yes. a lot of the teams in the Big 12 played with after Texas and yes. OU decided to leave. And, I mean, yeah, we shored up the conference by adding these four new teams. But at the same time, like, we didn't know what this year was going to look like. We didn't know USC and UCLA were going to be leaving and and that all this other, you know, calamity is happening to college football. And so I think the last couple of years until this year, for whatever freaking reason, this year everybody looks like shit in some regard in the Big 12 the last two years prior to that, everybody looked great. And it was a ton of parody. And I think Oregon state and Washington state are playing with that same fire. Cause they're like, we don't want to get fucking left out. Yeah, I agree. And the last thing I'll say is because chef is so against this, just remember who's been wearing that paper bag on their head the past two weeks and playing this game. Well, I'm telling you what history, history does repeat itself, but it's only repeating itself this one time. Cause I guarantee I'm not wearing this bag this week. One of you two are. You guys. Oh, I'm muted. You guys are in bed together on your picks. You guys are making collusion. Collusion. It's it's collusion at its highest. I mean, this is like voter fraud. This is like voting machines in the Gore election. This is what I'm having to deal with. If I mean, if you want, I can take a screenshot of my picks from Sunday when I picked them, and I had them picked prior to this outline ever even being created. And it's it's got a it's got a matte text right next to it, like, oh, let's do this. <laughs> oh, if only if only we were smart enough to be able to to collude against you, but uh, it's okay. alas, neither I of us it. are. Matt, let's let's have you introduce the next section, uh, the next segment, because really it was it was your idea to bring this to the table, even though it is an old segment that we're renewing with a very different name in some ways. No, there it's not a new segment or it's a new name. A it's, segment. A, it's a segment. Um, well, obviously, in the recent news, we've heard that Travis Kelsey may be canoodling with a famous musician or at least going to dinner with her whatever could be a publicity stunt but anyway travis kelsey and jason kelsey do have an excellent podcast called new heights if you haven't listened to it um it's very entertaining but anyway they do have a segment which i embrace um called no dumb questions just dumb answers or people just dumb people dumb people which we've got plenty of that in this room here today so I felt, especially with the bye week, you know, it might be a good opportunity to not just talk about dumb football questions or anything like that, but really anything that strikes the fancy of our cocaine willy fans. Um, and so we've gotten some great questions um, from many people. And we're just going to go through and we're going to give our best answer that we have for these questions. Um I don't know if, Chef, do you want to start? 
No, you don't because you're on mute. Oh, so. I couldn't find my mouse. <laughs> uh, Five stars, <laughs> chef. You, you know, three Michelin stars. Sorry, you're a chef. Yeah. Apparently, mm. w- with one of these questions, that's getting doubted. Uh, Allison Renner, first one up. I mean, you guys were great on a UCF pod. I thought that was excellent listening. Killer job. Thank you. You know, it's it's timeless. You can listen to that right now, and it'd still be great. She asked, what's everyone's favorite cereal? This could get a little spicy because I'm very, very adamant on what mine is. Oh, my God. So am I. I guess I should oh, I go first then? Go first. Yeah. For me, it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That is that is the elite of the elite cereals. It's sugary. It's distinct flavor. It changed it. You know, like people are really snobby about what their milk flavor is after their bowl of cereal and cinnamon mapley flavored milk is undeniably number one so for me it's cinnamon toast crunch and then everybody else golden grams it's golden grams i like that honey that honey flavor the same flavor that you get it's just honey instead it's so good they were serving that at Capen every morning, weren't they? Or Bishop, where'd you go, Bishop Carroll? Capen, you at the Capen? Yes. <laughs> Golden Grams. That's that's such Dude, a like a, that's a boomer good. cereal. Dude, they're so good. They're so good. Okay, you boomer. Can't deny that. You might as well say Crispix or Chex. <laughs> Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran. Cornflakes with no sugar. Let me get my grape nuts ready for. <laughs> Fuck you. What's your answer, Matt? Uh, So I'm not going to put the same answer as Chef because uh, it was a 1 and 1A or 1A, 1B. So I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But uh, Peanut Butter Crunch. It's like Captain Crunch, but it's Peanut Butter Crunch. Okay. I know. So my dad. Is that fucking like a Kroger brand cereal? No, 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 no. It sure was not. No, that's elite of the elite. It's in a orange box. But uh, growing up. Peanut Butter Crunch? Sounds like it comes in a plastic bag. No, you're going to buy this at the grocery store, I swear. Um, So growing up, my dad loves cereal, loves peanut butter crunch. Um, Now, I am somebody that I don't like the taste of milk unless it's chocolate milk. So for my cereal, if I ever eat cereal, I have to eat cereal with chocolate milk. I just had had this question the other day on my Twitter. I mean, I I put the poll up because I was eating uh, Reese's. Reese's, what is that cereal Reese's called? Reese's Puffs. Reese Puffs. Puffs cereal. Those are I don't, know why I, had, I don't know why I had a brain fart, but I ate them with chocolate milk, and it's it almost changed my life, dude. I, I almost cried, and I I don't want to say that I I'm not even going to say it, but that it, you agree it, with me or no? I was going to say I climax, but it's all right. <laughs> okay. Well, so if you think of Reese's Puffs and the peanut butter and that, peanut butter crunch is just the peanut butter portion of that. And it's fantastic. Okay. I could, I could get down with that. I just, the name of the cereal, it's not like a catchy name and there's not like a cartoon character that I'm thinking of from a kid. Captain Kinko. Crunch. Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch. He is, he is the master. Oh, oh. So if oh. you think of Captain Crunch, the little, the little square pillowy looking ones, yeah, but just yeah, add yeah, peanut yeah, butter yeah, flavor yeah. to it. Okay. Yeah. They're no. circular. No, I know what you're talking about now. God, I haven't watched Nickelodeon in a while. That wasn't a cartoon. <laughs> yes, freaking Captain Crunch. He was a commercial. It was a commercial. Not he doesn't have his own show. I fucking 
SpongeBob I'm not saying he has his own show. That's that's where you see all the stupid serial ads. Uh, next, okay, go next yes. question. <laughs> Bob. Okay, Casey Doyle at underscore the Doyle. What is the best chain to get a sub sandwich at? His suggestions are Subway, Good Sense, Planet Sub, Firehouse, or Witch Witch. Give your give your answer. I'm gonna noodle on it for a little bit because I I might have a specific answer. I really I really like Jersey Mike's. They got they get the they got the juice. You know they and they throw that juice on there. Man, that's fire stuff. Uh, I don't want to take anybody else's answer, but you know, um, Jimmy John's. That's really good. You know, a thin sub. I get the. Uh, what is it? It's the it's a vegetable one. It's got avocado schmear, lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise. I mean, it's just you know that's good stuff. What that's like the slim witch or whatever? Yeah, it's not a slim witch. I, I guess it's on the slim witch menu. So yeah, <laughs> um, go ahead, I'm gonna go with a uh, little bit of a different answer, but this is a chain because I just looked it up on Wikipedia. They have 112 company owned locations, Capriati's. And what they're known for is the Bobby, which is a Thanksgiving sandwich. So turkey stuffing, cranberry. Oh, that's a, a an ode to the Friends character, then. Maybe. You didn't watch Friends? No, I did watch Friends. I don't remember that. Okay, he made Friends he is... made that. Not as good as Seinfeld. Sorry, go ahead. No. Okay. Uh, but the it's Bobby not. was voted the greatest sandwich in America in 2009 by AOL.com. Rest in peace. <laughs> you just brought Damn, him you're back. Pulling from out the receipts from 1998. <laughs> like a friend, like a friends episode. Oh yes. Um, so I, dude, I I ate a lot of good sense in college, and I ate a lot of good sense growing up. I also ate a lot of Planet Sub growing up. And when I lived in Austin, there was a planet sub that was like a block away. And it's not, it's not there anymore. I don't think, I think planet sub is downsized significantly. They like yeah. outgrew themselves way too quickly, downsized a ton, shut down a ton of locations, but I'll, I'll give, I'll say one, a one B good sense and planet sub good sense. <laughs> Find a friend who is a sandwich artist at good sense. If, if you're in college in Manhattan, like it, they will give you half price subs or whatever. And shout out to James Schmidt, Delta Sig. He, he gave us so many free subs or half price subs while we were in Manhattan. It was great. And then Planet Sub, they have a I'm a I'm a huge sucker for hot sandwiches. I love hot sandwiches. And there's a thing to be said for a cold sandwich at the right time of the place. Like I love an Italian sub. I love like a like a BLT if you want to consider that a cold sandwich. But Planet Sub had a buffalo chicken sandwich that was just it was like the most insane thing on the planet. I, it was the best hangover cure. It, I would, I would go there midday at work in Austin, Texas on like a random day that I was hungover. I grab a Boulevard wheat cause it was the only place that served Boulevard wheat in the entire city of Austin because it's a Kansas city, Kansas city chain. And I would get that Buffalo chicken sandwich and it would, it would cure all. It was the greatest thing. Um, so I'm giving one, a one B. Just brought back some memes. The planet sub right on. We, we met up there a couple of times. Some hungover mornings. <laughs> wow, that brought up some good memes. Let and me they have Boulevard wheat, which was awesome. Yeah, you know, it's beer. 
I can't no, get it anywhere out <laughs> some here. People, <laughs> some people will hate me after that. Um, all right. Russ. At, <laughs> Russ. at Russ Uh Russ is a great friend of mine. I've known him since freshman year of college. <laughs> Counting down the seconds for every second I've known him. But anyway, I want Matt to list every team he's a fan of and how he got there. Um, all right. Well, I, uh, I'll start with this. So, uh, I'm a big Boston sports guy. Uh, so my great grandfather played for the Red Sox on my mom's side. Uh, and so I'm a huge Red Sox fan, uh, with that big Celtics fan, big Bruins fan. Um, but I hate the Pats. I grew up, uh, kind of liking the Atlanta Falcons because of Michael Vick through their downfall those years uh, where they were playing Joey Harrington at quarterback. Then Matt Ryan came in and lost the Super Bowl 28-3. I have officially this year renounced the Atlanta Falcons because uh, they suck, and I never went to a game yet. Oh, my God. (laughs) What's up? Oh, no. I'm answering the question. I know. I heard. Um, I'm explaining why I've renounced the Atlanta Falcons because I haven't gone to a game and they suck. And then I've lived in Kansas city long enough that I would become a chiefs fan, which sounds bandwagony. I can't wait until you have the same conversation explaining why you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. (laughs) I hate the cow. I don't like the Cowboys at all. I don't like yeah, look at you, you Iowa-looking motherfucker. Uh, Bitch, I'm yeah. wearing a cat's polo. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. <laughs> wearing it out for the show today. Really impressed. Uh, sorry I just got here. I I know you guys were waiting for me the whole time. Did yeah, we talk that... about Iowa yet? <laughs> no, that's actually my next question. Um, at Matt Marchesini to Russell Buchanan, why is Iowa football the way they are? I don't know, man. They just, uh, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I, I have my second 12 hour day in a row today. And I'm trying to be funny, but I don't think it's going to come out, which is much like Iowa's offense. You know, they're really, really trying because at the end of the day, an Iowan is always optimistic. Um, and so they really do believe that they're going to turn it around someday. But the problem is in Iowa, nothing ever changes. So we're just going to keep doing this forever. They're not going to fire Brian Ferentz. It's Kirk's boy. He'll never leave. So I've just accepted it. And any Iowa fan that hasn't is uh, fooling themselves. At least we're not Iowa State, though. At least you're not Iowa State. Oh, Worst man. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Worst tap water, uh, slightly better football. <laughs> hey, they got the number one bridge in the Big 12, though. I don't know, man. I like Baylor's quite a bit, too. That's the nicest oh. thing I will ever say about Baylor. Oh. Yeah, Russell is also a big Art Briles truther, so. <laughs> no. Yeah, what, no. what do you think about him being on the sideline, Russ? Yeah. He... In Oklahoma. Oh, please don't slander me like that. <laughs> no, but you know I'm a Joe Paterno guy through and through, so. That's oh. funny. We actually have a Penn State question that we can bring up right now. Um, so my buddy, Steve Skojic, who I work with, uh, huge Penn State guy, attended Penn State. What are Ben's Penn State's chances to win the Big Ten and go to the college football playoff? 
zero? I don't know. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's zero. I think they're a lot better than. You know, I mean, they're closer to Ohio State and Michigan than they were in the past few years. I mean, Ohio State's offense doesn't really do much for me. And Michigan, McCaffrey is throwing picks left and right. If he, if they had any competition to go go up against, they would they might find some trouble. But well, they all got to meet on the field, so I don't, I'm not giving it zero. Here's the thing. Iowa's going to win that division anyway because it is genuinely the worst division in college football. Um, and so they're going to Indianapolis, which Penn State has a decent chance to get there. And nobody, nobody beats Brian Ferentz 31-0 to zero twice. So yeah, Iowa the, to the playoffs, Because the, the next game's 45-0. No, nah, man, eventually they're going to give up and put Caitlin Clark in at quarterback. And then we're going to find out that, you know, she can do everything, dog. I don't know. Because <laughs> Cade McNamara is not working. Russell, it was awesome having you join us tonight. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm going to go. If you can't tell, I'm in a bar. It's been oh, yeah. a long day. So, no, we're, uh, we're going to let you go. But it was awesome to have you, man. Yeah, yeah thanks for texting up. me, Joey. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> God damn it. I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> All right. The next question that we have is from Purple Hazen at Hazen Short. Another, another brother. Just, you know, got shout out to the Delta Sigs. Why doesn't at Chef Andre Napier use more cooking terms for his recipes for success? Pressure for UCF? How about pressure cook the quarterback? Come on, man. It's right there. Those those layups I should be hitting like, you know, a hundred percent of the time. I don't know what well. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I just, you know, I could bring out a lot of cooking terms and I got to just be better for the fans, man. The cokeheads deserve better and I and I haven't been delivering. So from here on out after this idle week, I will I will bring better cooking vernacular. Yeah, because I might even speak a little Spanish for you guys just so, you know, that's that's oh, all you hear in them kitchens, boy, you know. Been aquí, baby. <laughs> oh my god. Um because what I was going to say is maybe we should just call you the mailman. You could be the mailman, like Carl I, Malone. I thought, oh, God, that's touchy right there, boy. <laughs> He's impregnating nine-year-olds and stuff, so it's well, tough out here. Or She might have been 13. I mean, maybe. yeah, that's not too far off, <laughs> for being real. And please don't say 14? Was she younger? I think she was nine. Mm. I thought she was like. 12 or 13 this is either way really bad. getting dark it's getting Dude, dark Carl Car Malone should not have any kind of positive publicity anywhere um but I thought about being I thought about changing my name from chef to you know mailman Dre on Twitter but you know I just I asked that first question on Bosco's boys and he called me chef and I just could never get away from it yeah it's fair so I'm chef now. Got to stick with it. I took one shot of Fireball once, and everybody called me that. And sure. I got I got called Pitbull once, and hey, during, you do when look Fireball like was on, and I got you do look uh, like Pitbull. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Thank you, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Um, speaking of Mr. Worldwide, Mr. Worldwide's mother, oh, Debbie, no. posted a question. Shout out to Mama Matt. Shout out to Mama Matt. Uh, 
how many games will Avery Johnson play this year? This is a very interesting question. Uh, I, I, I for sure thought he was playing versus UCF. So that one, that one took one off of the board. I thought that was an obvious one and it just didn't happen. So what does that say the plan is for the old Avery? I think he's going to play four. I think he's going to only Where's play he at four. now? What's he at, he's two? He's at two? Two. See, wait, did he play it? Oh, he didn't play it in Troy, right? Yeah. He's going to play four games. What are what are the other two then? Um, Oklahoma Save him State. for the Sunflower Showdown? You think Oklahoma. he's going to play? He's going to be a road boy. Because I think we're going to be up in that game a lot. I don't think we're going to use him for mop-up duty. I think you don't he think is, so? No, I think he's an effective. I think he's an effective weapon. I think the only reason he was in mop-up duty versus Simo is because they had to get him. They wanted to get him some live bullets so he knows what he's going to see throughout I'm the just, season. I'm just wondering if, like, from a learning perspective, let's say we're up 28 in the fourth quarter in Oklahoma State. It's a road game, like road environment. You don't throw him in there? Would I? I'd play him every game. I mean, this this isn't me. What do I think is going to happen? I don't think we're – I think we're seeing Rubes. Okay. Absolutely. If, if – big-ass if, if we're up 28 on Oklahoma State. We're, that's another Super Bowl. For, that's another Super Bowl we got to contend with. I don't I, – we're not, we're not getting to – predictions. We're not getting, and, we're not getting we're, Oklahoma State yet. We're I'm not getting saying, Oklahoma yet. State vibes in. But that's another Super Bowl. So yeah. prepare your brains. Yeah, yeah. It's almost an identical situation. Like, we hung up as many points as we did on them last year. Shut them out. <laughs> Missouri, gonna... same thing. Like uh, On the road, I think, that, I think that line. Friday Night Lights. If I had to put a number on that line, <laughs> I think six and a half. Six well, as we all know, you're great at picking lines. Yeah, great at picking. I told you what that I told you what that UCF line was going to go down to. It, it opened at eight. I was like, "There's no in." I could I could we could go to the YouTube and just clip Matt and be like, "No, no, <laughs> no." Why do I Why do I sound like a Bond villain? Well, to answer to answer your mother's question, uh, I think we see him in four games. I think we max him out and get the red shirt, keep it keep it preserved. I think we'll probably see Rubley in a mop up duty situation more than likely at this point, knowing that we were pr- probably going to play Avery if Will was going to be hurt enough not to play the game on Saturday. I feel like this kind of changes things mm-hmm. um, with how with how Saturday shook out him and, and Will being good enough to go. If Will gets totally and completely injured, God forbid that ever happening, similar to like Skylar Thompson in that, you know, similar similar situation where Will Howard came in and, and then had to start the rest of the season. Like I think I think we see Avery just because he's probably the better of the two. Yeah. But we're not gonna burn that red shirt unless we have to, I think, at this point in the season. I would have said a completely different answer a week ago. So the consensus is four. I think four as well. Yeah. Yep. Four. Well, four. Well. All right. So now we got my boy Will the Thrill at Will Die. underscore KSU. 
he's got a bevy of them and these are these are what i'm looking for you know i like this stuff right here what color socks do all the hosts wear oh look at those calves white socks huh huh look at those calves i'm not gonna put i'm not gonna put my bare feet up on because i have a you're not I have a foot finders that you got to pay for, so you're not gonna, you're yeah, not Delta, gonna give me Delta Six Secretary Elect right here. Woo! Look at those legs. Look at those calves, baby. I don't wear a lot of socks when I get inside, but if I had a, no, but if I'm at work or you know, or I'm outside, it's usually white or black, mostly black, because black, black is socks. beautiful. Like uh, do you prefer to? Sh- do you prefer shaver or razor? Are we talking face or head? I don't shave. I've never shaved my beard once. So. Never? I've trimmed it. Oh. But I've never gone smooth. I I went a little short this, uh, this recent shaving encounter. I did a one centimeter or a millimeter instead of a two. And that made a, a pretty, it looks like I don't have one, which is very still, weird. Still cute though. Thank you. Um, I uh, I have uh, three electric razors that I use to shave my head. Um, yeah, I'm never putting a razor on my head. That shit is not happening. Hair trimmers. I have a Phillips body groom that I dig into the head with, and then I have a three circular shaver, and that's how I get my head so shiny. Huh? Look at that. Huh? So I have Bob this like, Nair's Bob Nair's his head. No, not quite. <laughs> I've got I've got like a four blade razor shave like electric shaver thing that I use to get it like as close as I can, but I don't it never gets it as close as I want it to be. So I use Harry's and I've got the shaving cream and I do the whole thing. Wow. I did it this morning. It's nice and nice and shiny. Wait, that's the shaving cream stuff? Yeah, dude. Um Max Troster, shout out to Max Troster. He told me I should use shaving uh, this cream, you know, like Nair. And I just got very nervous about it, putting it on yeah. my head. Oh, Dude, I just you, use like you a use it on other parts shaving your body. cream that you would use on your face. No, no, no. But there's like a Nair for people who are bald. It's like a bald people Nair. Oh, so it's like reverse Rogaine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> reverse Rogaine. And I, he told me about it and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to buy it on Amazon. And it's been in my drawer for about a year and a half. Cause I'm like, if I mess this up, I'm going to look like, I'm not going to look good. No, that scares me. Yeah. Impossible. Not. Impossible. By the way, not touch that, <laughs> not touch that stuff. Uh, I'll, uh, Matt. So what does at Matt March, what does at Matt Marchesini spend a year on fireball? That's a dangerous question. Look at his eyes. Because <laughs> you just never know who's in town and you got to buy a shot of fireball for. You know, what grinds my gears is these bars that are like, oh, yeah, a shot of fireball, $15 a piece. Like, does that come with fucking. Where are you going? I. Anywhere. No. Uh, where was the last thing? I swear it was actually down here in Dallas, but now I can't remember. But it was like $15 a piece. And I bought four. I'm like, well, thank God I've already had like four drinks. So I'm not sober for this transaction. Um, But, you know, I, it's not like I spend my entire wealth on Fireball because 
that would make me probably an alcoholic, right? So $150? Is that, I don't know. A year? Maybe. Like, cause a, you're, a, you're a, doing way more than that. Probably a liter of it's like 32 bucks. I mean, you're doing, okay, let's, five, let's do some math. Math shots. Are you doing, think about you buy the liter and then you spread the shots out. Like you're giving out shots. You're not just drinking yeah. the whole thing. But it's still, yourself. he still bought it. Still listen, bought it. <laughs> listen, you, you bought it. You got 10 games or no, 12 games of football. That's, you're probably going through a half a liter every game. On your oh on, on his own? Yo, this no, is I inter- mean, but I mean, amongst <laughs> this amongst is an intervention people, if I've ever heard one. Oh, <laughs> amongst the people, one hundred fifty dollars on anything in a year is that's not a that's lot. Nothing, so yeah, so maybe I think you're you're probably spending about bucks? yeah five hundred dollars for sure. I think on I alcohol? spent three dollars on that little shooter that I bought this weekend, and that thing, dude, that thing fucked me up for the rest of the night. What? Oh, yes. imagine doing like five of those, and then oh, and I had well, it's because I had been drinking all day and started with mimosas, and then went to beers, and then went to the fireball, and the oh, cats. Boy. You told me I needed to take the shot, and you called me an imbecile for not that's doing. That's the that's yeah. the golf course. Obviously, birdie juice. That's yeah. what everybody oh, yeah. uses for birdie juice, and the, I mean, I have like five or six of those on a round. So, um, I mean, that, oh, yeah. 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 You, yeah. yeah, you're buying yeah, you're round. Bu- no way. Yes. Dude, I think I have six beers an entire round, 18 holes. Yeah. Around yeah. like six quarters lights, not six eight. fireball shots. Fireballs. Nothing. That's like a, a, Bro. a strong 6% beer. It's not that. It's you stating, oh, I have six fireball birdie shots around. My ass. No <laughs> There's no way. You don't think I drop in six birdies in a round? No, I don't. And I no. respect you a lot. But no, I don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because if you game. were, we'd be hearing a lot more about it. <laughs> Dude, I'm... All right. I'm not even going to get go down this road with you guys. I'm not going to argue with you. The woods are full of long hitters. The next question is for you, Chef. What does at Chef Andre Napier use as a vehicle for his day job? Do you have one of those like nice electric powered mail No, trucks? we haven't got the electrics yet. I'm uh, driving a 2011 Dodge Ram uh, yes, minivan. Sir. It's basically like a fucking... It's basically like a town and country, but the I don't know what the Dodge version of them is. Grand Caravan. A Grand Caravan. That's what That's I'm saying. I know that. That's sad. I know that. Because I, I don't really drive the mail. I, I drive to a park point and I walk. So I I'm I guess my feet. My mailman ha- drives that. He has yeah. one of those. But he wa- he walks to your front door and then he walks to give, my front door. Yes. You give him a little kiss. You always give your mailman a little kiss. Uh <laughs> Oh, is that where Carmelo Malone got his nickname from? I'll shoot I'll shoot you the I'll shoot you the video and you guys will understand. I always, you know what, if I ever see him, I'm like, you want a water? You want a Gatorade? And he's like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm like, okay. I'm a nice guy. Uh Bob. What does Bob Trollsby plan to add to his man cave next? Well, I'm at a pretty good stopping point now that I have the uh the cocaine willy behind me. And I got this old school ashtray that arrived after this question was asked. So technically it would be this. It looks like a little skillet. It's kind of an cool. ashtray for your uh, smoking. 
Yeah, because we all know. Smoking, all know. smoking the blunts. He's in Colorado. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Zeus at Thunderclap 8008. Best name on the current K-State football team. And I best all-time K-State athlete names. Oh, the best, best all-time Alasana Alasana. Alas- yeah, that's a that's a classic. Um, I'm gonna best say, on the team right now is Kobe Savage. Yeah, Kobe Savage is a really good one. Um, Savage for a defensive player, elite, and then Kobe. Shout out to shout out to Mamba. Let's go. Um, all time. What about good news, Kapingle? <laughs> Asinio or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Good news. That was another crazy. another Bruce Weber. Or no, I'm thinking there. Tano, Tano Passinho from the Chiefs. What was Good News's last name? It was it was Capangle. KS. It was yeah, it's KP something. Yeah. Good news. That was Capangle. Capagel. Capagel. <laughs> that was an elite name. Wait, he's at uh Valparaiso. Oh no, he's not. He's old. Never mind. Good Sorry. Good how, about, how about Drew Schmelzy? Who is he on the team right now? Yeah, number forty-nine defensive end, six-four, two twenty-seven from Sabetha, Kansas. Drew Schmelzel. Schmelzel. Hold on. Did you guys see that? Um, Leighton that Simmering is a good name too. By the way, that's Simmering. Just Simmering. That's pretty. Hey, cool. simmer on that chef, for a little bit. Chef. There we go. Oh, simmer. Let's simmer down now. Okay, simmer that pot. Um, Stuffle bean. Stuffle bean. Did you guys see the NIL thing with uh, with Iowa State, where it's purchase more ham and bacon? Yeah, that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. As much as I hate Iowa State and those goofy fucks, but that was pretty good. I'll give them that. <laughs> uh, what do we got now? Oh, uh, Steve. No, no, no. We answered that. Was, that. We, we already did the Penn State one. He doesn't deserve another um, um, name. How do you pronounce this last name? Tyler Manneth? Yeah. Tyler yeah, that's my cousin, maybe. Let's go. Shout oh, out to the fam. Shout uh, to fam. Why can other fleet? Why can others run the flea flicker, but we can't? I fucking hate this question, and he's going <laughs> to laugh when he hears me with that response because. <laughs> I have tickets with Tyler Manis for these games and he will consistently bring up how we don't do a flea flicker and it will work. And then when we see some team that does it in another game, he'll text and be like the flea flicker worked in blah, blah, blah game. Well, of course he has to go to this game and the flea flicker works and they score a touchdown. <laughs> so annoying. Uh, I, I mean, think- I, I just, I think trick plays, I have a rule when I watch games if you're running trick plays in the first quarter or the first like five minutes of a game or in your first two possessions you're automatically going to lose because you've already you've already fired all the bullets out you don't you you gave up you knew that you didn't have a chance so trick plays are kind of no good in my book i think the flea flicker why it doesn't work for us and why trick plays don't work for us is the same reason why we can't wear alternate uniforms it's just cursed it's just fucking cursed like it's never going to happen Quit dreaming. Move Quit on. Quit dreaming. Move on. Oh, so sad. Oh. We had a trick gonna... play in the fucking SEMO game, didn't we? Or was it Troy? Yeah. We had a fucking no, trick it, was, play. it was SEMO. I mean, we running back pass out to Will Howard, but that's late in the game. We already we put the foot down on him. I just I think trick plays are just kind of cheesy. I don't know. 
run your offense, you fucking pussies. Yeah, we're down in Austin on November 4th, and in the fourth quarter, we're down by three, and Will Howard throws, <laughs> or Will Howard, Conkline puts together this flea flicker, double flea flicker, and we Ooh. score a touchdown to win the game. You think you're And then it'll be great. Man? It'll be great. <laughs> it always made sense. All the time, the tides turn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how the turns have tabled. Well, speaking, uh, speaking of same kind of my response here, uh, Tyler's wife Shelby asks, "Why don't we have lavender in football?" I don't know if it would look good, to be honest. I mean, as much as I love lavender and basketball, that's a. This is going to sound wrong. It's a softer sport. Oh my god, yeah, it does sound wrong, but okay. <laughs> I think. Go ahead. It's a softer sport, and I mean, if you got a, a bunch of you know, you got twenty two guys out there on the field, eleven of them are wearing like lavender pants, like it just won't, it just won't fly, for me. I just doesn't. It just won't look good on our uniforms. Naquan Tomlin would easily kick your ass. <laughs> oh, he, he yeah, he probably he probably knows Brazilian jiu jitsu. Probably yeah yeah. So I think about this, like, you, we've got the lavender piping. Lavender piping on the basketball jersey. I feel like the script Wildcats is a really good model for how you can incorporate it without it being the thing. Like, have it as some piping on a jersey and maybe do, like, you can do a script if you want to. You don't even have to do a script. Like, replace the gray with a lavender and see what happens. I think the, there's, it's just do water. It's oh, And now you're asking for it. Uh, that's cursed. If you're it's like from far away, cursed, but that's how lavender can, looks how gray. The lavender looks gray from here. Yeah, if you're colorblind like me, that lavender looks lavender. What if it was black and lavender? Hell what if no. we just what if we just killed two birds with one stone Hell and go black no. black and lavender? Dude, this uniforms? isn't 2009. We don't need black uniforms. I'm not saying. Now let's think about this. So. Big game grays. K-State women's basketball has big game grays this year. Should they make a return to the men's team? Absolutely. No doubt. You I think don't think so? we need them. You're flying. You're flying. Uh, hold on. No. When do we go to KU? Uh, February 5th. No, no, no. We're, no, they play, no, we're uh, playing with the big Monday game is in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, big Monday's game, Manhattan. That's and then we go to KU in the last game of the season or the March second? 5th. Game of the second March to last. Yeah. March 5th, yeah. Bus Which, as an, aside, as an aside, ending ending conference play with two rivalry games in basketball, back-to-back, do it every year. Why have Fun. we not done this before? We do it Fun. in football. It's hot. It's hot. That's it's schedule, that schedule is looking saucy. I loved it. Are you guys going to hang out with me in Cincinnati when the road when the cats go on the road to Cincinnati? If you buy my flight, sure. I'll figure it out. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, it depends on what it is, you know. I just I think it's like the for, third game of the season. I just paid for a flight to get a KU. Uh, I going back on this. So I'm Dream, not going out to KU, even though I would like. No, 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 no. no. I'm just talking about me. Uh, Dream. Mm-hmm. Was wearing a black with wildcat script. What if we pull out a black with lavender wildcat script? I love it. 
I don't know. That Sign sounds up. great. Nike I don't know. would be white. It'd be white script with lavender around it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it sounds great. You guys have to sell me on this. I need mock-ups. I don't like, know. Like hit up Stanimal. I don't, yeah. <laughs> we need to fully move to the script for basketball. I'm convinced. Yes, yes, a thousand we, percent. Yes. We don't need K State. We don't need the K State piece. You don't. You don't think so? I think we should fully move to the Wildcat script for basketball. So we'll always just be Wildcats. Yes. We'll never lose basketball. Yes, yes, yes. Come up with a I script with that K State in it. Dude, I think don't... about it. Think about it. We've worn this uniform so so much in our history through so many great years. You think about the 70s and the 80s. You think about freaking Rolando Blackman and all these guys that played on those teams back then, Long Kruger. We beat the Soviets in that in this uniform. Like, come on, man. Give me a break. This needs know. to be the primary uniform. Think about all the teams in college basketball that are like blue blood teams that lean into their history and have their like old school uniform like this. Like think about Duke and some of those other schools, North Carolina. Oh man. Duke's uniforms are the plainest things on the, on the planet. Kentucky changes their uniform. It's a classic look, dude. I don't know. You're not, it's going to take a lot to, to get me on board for that one. So, so our, our, we're all lavenders are, our. Are away uniforms all the time? No, so it'd be white and lavender. We would do at home, and then you would have a dark, like a purple with the script, with white script, purple with white script. Hear me out. On the road, on the road, and black with white and lavender script. So we're getting rid of all the all lavenders. We're getting rid of the two tones. No, he said you'd wear that. No, no, no. Yeah, sometimes that's a retro thing. Like that's a good Kansas State opportunity. But you, you want to, but you want the the script cat as the the base uniforms. It's no longer retro. We are wearing our retro uniforms. Looks great. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, no doubt. But that isn't. I don't know. It's just the retro uniform. So would our retro uniforms be the the block K State with the high, with the high? Sign me the fuck up on that. <laughs> Okay. Blockade. I'm just saying, listen, listen to the Bosco's boys around the horn episode because I had an answer on this, but it was actually the, the because one of the other guys already answered with the script cats. I had this whole thing written out for it. And I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk cat script. I went with the cat scratch as a nice throwback option. Bring bring yeah, back yeah, yeah. the Beasley pull in 0708. Yes. There's a lot of opportunity. I like here. that too. They build the no brand. doubt. No doubt. I mean, we we've got an elite brand, and there's really no wrong answers other than you know, uh, purple on purple pants. That's the only bad answer in football. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, yeah, purple purple on purple is not not going to be executed well. Uh, we've got two more questions, which are the same question but with different people involved. Uh, one of one of which came from my lovely wife. The other of which came from someone else on Twitter. And I need to find who that person is so I can give them the appropriate credit. But I'll ask the question from my wife first. <sighs> Fuck, Mary kill Avery Johnson, Will Howard and Colin Klein. Mm. Well, I think we all we all know the answer to this. Avery is getting fucked. 
I mean, it's just it just has to be said. That's what's going on here. Uh, for me, I'm marrying. I don't know. You know, I I'll marry Colin Klein. You know, he's a stable really? man. He's not young and boisterous. He'll uh, damn. It would just be. How would I have to kill Will Howard though? It'd just be so sad to see Will Howard go. <laughs> I don't know what to say right now because <laughs> that was the greatest soundbite we've ever had on the show. <laughs> Don't clip me. Please don't clip me. This, I'm going to get banned from everything. I'm not going to be allowed. I'm going to have freaking restraining orders. Oh, my God. Uh, well, yeah, I I have a slightly different, different answer than you. Uh, I would marry Will Howard and unfortunately kill Colin Klein. Um, I just think Will Howard's a nice nice good gentleman young man i feel like he could cook you a nice dinner and and he'd be a good person to marry he'd be a good good nice life partner for you and i think colin klein is just you know like the stumo thing and he's just kind of a little bit of a stick in the mud so if you if you look at the three of them together uh, you know that's who you want that's who you want in a in a spouse you know you don't want this young handsome fella out there running the street you don't want to be bored you want to get excited will howard yeah. someone who makes us all a little excited every will day. howard's so handsome he could break your heart i don't want my heart broken your heart won't get broken with will howard it definitely won't get broken with con klein <laughs> matt your your answer i don't know where to go from here because <laughs> Wow. If somebody's still listening to this an hour and 13 minutes into this, then they deserve all these answers. We know that at least one person will, and it's Will the Thrill. And, oh and it's that guy God. because he, he listens to every single second of the show. Uh, the, the next one comes from Not Your Father's KSU at KSU Alum 19. Another FMK question, uh, this time with Gene Taylor, Chris Kleiman, and Jerome Tang. Yeah, chef, give us a sound bite on this one. Let's go. <laughs> no, you're just thinking. You're not muting. Who's getting fucked, chef? <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, <laughs> Jerome Jerome Tang's the most attractive of all of them. You know, a brown brown skinned beauty. So, uh, you, but Jerome, you are also on the record as saying Gene Taylor's a hot boy. He is a hot boy. And he likes to party, so you know maybe he would fit that more to the mode. And then I'm, then I can marry Jerome Tang, and you know we'll go to Bible study and all that stuff, and you know we'll have a nice church wedding, and then we just kill Chris Kleiman. It's it's easy. Uh, I just. This is such a terrible game to play. Oh, a long, a long <laughs> night of freaking pounding Bud Lights into a blackout stupid. That, that's not and... what I thought you were gonna say. That's not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> whoa, whoa. What did you? What did you think? Gene's got a pool too. <laughs> Hanging out by the pool, drinking Bud Lights. Who knows? One thing leads to another. Chef's oh. cooking up a nice meal. He's simmering some stuff in the kitchen. Who knows? I, I, man, you know, 
I'm really glad Chef answered these first. <laughs> you guys are dancing around these uh, questions. Man, yeah, right I, am, I am. I hey, am. I am. I at least gave my answer on the last one. Yeah, you and I will on this uh, one too. I'll say, yeah, Jerome Tang seems like a great family man. He'd be a good marriage material, right? Absolutely. Oh, no. God, help me. <laughs> I'm just looking at these names and trying to figure out how to get out of this question. I can't. You can't. You, can't, you don't want to wake up next to Chris Kleiman in the morning. <laughs> is there, what is it about Chris Kleiman that just is like. God, I could only imagine he, him being such a grump. Really? I think he would be a grump. Like he wouldn't. I wonder how much coffee he drinks. Yeah. You know. He doesn't seem like uh, an animated guy, but I just like to keep him out of like the darkest, darkest grump stage. He has yeah. to have like 12 Nine cups of black coffee. Yeah. Or be heading into a Big 12 championship game and he's at the press conference and he's getting softball questions. Yeah. What if this came up during Big 12 media days? What if someone... <laughs> What we're never <laughs> we're never gonna get any never. kind of no i never said we would there's no way in hell we would i might just post this as an unlisted video so like only the people who have the link can view this video um i'm just okay i'm going to <laughs> say chris i'm gonna say chris climbing you're gonna what with chris I'll, I'll, i'm gonna wake up next to chris climbing whoa oh a... my god that's after, a plot twist. After a long night of fireball. Damn. Damn. Plot twist. Did plot not twist. see that coming. I wanted to be the opposite of Chef. Okay. Just like his locks. <laughs> okay, who are you uh, marrying and killing? No. Oh, I'm marrying Jerome Tang. And you're killing poor Family Gene. man. I mean... Gene's Killing a nice Gene? guy. Gene's a nice Killing. guy. Killing baby Gene. <laughs> baby Gene. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, this is... I'm oh God. I'm gonna <laughs> get the same answer as you're gonna blame your wife for this. Yo, this podcast gets blacklisted because of your wife. Regarding <laughs> Gene. Uh, you know, some Bud Lights hanging out by the pool. Chef's cooking for us in the kitchen, and one thing leads to another. Oh, hold on, it's a party. Why am I there? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, you're just cooking. You're not doing anything else. <laughs> God, don't. he's pa- he's pounding some Bud Lights. <laughs> uh, I am uh, I'm killing climbing in a marrying tank. I want to get closer to the Lord with Tang after that experience. Only, the only right answer. Wow. <laughs> I just I feel I feel like I need to be speaking to the Lord right now. <laughs> what a way to uh, end this damn show. Was, uh, yeah. The, can we can um, we pref- can we preface to all of our listeners here that none of us want to kill anybody or marry anybody or none fuck, of the three or fuck any of them. <laughs> Yeah, I at least can blame my wife for posing this question to begin with. So I've got the We're blaming Bob's wife. Uh, but also, yeah, like we we are on a podcast that has cocaine in the name of it. And we, you know, we don't Touché. endorse drug use. So back whatever. To, <laughs> is what is. Roots. This is back to the roots right here, man. I mean, this is like some OG shit. 
Uh, anything else, any final words before we, we leave people with the bi-week episode and, and tell people to subscribe to our shit? No, I'm, I, I think this one covered all bases. I don't think you'll get any kind of coverage like this from any other Kansas State podcast, let alone really any podcast. So just, except for, you know. Except for cereal. <laughs> cereal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like and not, I don't, does, not does, cereal, does cereal ask questions about cereal and your favorite cereal? I don't know. Be a cerealception. But to that end, for all of us here at Cocaine Willie, thank you for listening to the show on your podcast feeds or watching us on YouTube. Do us a favor. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, leave us a five-star rating. Follow the show at Cocaine Willie. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a like on the video and subscribe to the channel. We've got multiple Mizzou fans who are just commenting M-I-Z on every single video we have now. And also UCF fans who are like, Dolly Drama brought us here. And I'm staying because I like you guys. We had a Mizzou guy comment like, I'm really enjoying the show, even though I don't like K-State and I don't care. And went ahead and subscribed. So we have content for you, whether you're a K-State fan or not. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Listen to our lock segment if you don't want to hear any of the K-State shit. Give us a like on the video and follow us on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at Bob Trollsby. Fireball Matt's at Matt Marchesini. And the good chef is at Chef Andre Napier. Napier. Chef, take us out. Get us out of here. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, baby. We are are all killing Chris Kleiman except for Matt. (laughs) I love you, Chris. Love you, you, man. Let's ride. Let's Let's ride. ride.